It's super important that we understand that the only one that we can control is ourselves. So first off, I just want to say welcome to the podcast. And before we jump into the episode, let me tell you a little bit about myself and what you can expect. I have been in the business now for coming up on 30 years. What we're going to talk about in this podcast are things that go on in my day-to-day life, whether it be as a manager, whether it be as a consultant, whether it be as someone who is creating products that's helping musicians all over the world. If there's something going on in the industry, we're going to talk about it. If there's a strategy that needs to be taught, we're going to talk about it. And if there's some way that I can help get you closer to your goal, then you are in the right place because that's what we are going to talk about here on the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast. Now let's jump into the episode. Helping you navigate the music industry, here's Rick Barker with the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast. So in this episode, we are going to continue with where I left off in my story, my journey. Uh, what has gotten me to this point. If you have not listened to the last episode, this episode will make zero sense to you. So I highly encourage you to go back and listen in. So where I left off is I had basically just given my notice to Taylor uh, after being with her for almost three years. This was in 2008. And I was... uh, At this time, I was still living in California. But I knew that if I could get to Nashville that I could make a difference. I talked to my wife. She decided that we would make the move, and we did just that. We, uh, we made the move to uh, Nashville with no job. I just knew that, given the opportunity, I felt that I could make a difference. I felt that I could find my place uh, here in Nashville. was immediately contacted by Joe Galani uh, at Sony Music. At the time, you know, Joe was the most powerful man in Nashville. Uh, Scott Borchetta uh, was was number two, and I was getting an opportunity to be mentored by both. One of the few people that have been in both worlds. Uh, they have two completely different styles of leadership, uh, and I was being blessed with being able to learn from both of them. So I accepted a job as a consultant with Sony, spent some time there, got to realize at this time it was at that point where the... Uh, the things that were happening with the music industry is that the labels were starting to take over a lot of uh, the marketing and the social media accounts of the artists that they worked with. And what I saw was artists were super excited to get rid of uh, that chore, not realizing that what they were doing was handing over the ability to build relationships with their fans to someone else to a marketing department whose job was to sell. And that's when things got ugly. That was the time when, you know, as an artist, you weren't supposed to follow people back. As an artist, uh, you weren't really supposed to let people know anything about your private life. It was just a bunch of crap, in my opinion. And I started realizing that the artists were uh, handing over the customer service portion of their business to someone else who had a completely different agenda, but no one knew. There was no one that was teaching this. You know, I started seeing that managers who didn't understand the internet were making terrible mistakes uh, at the cost of their clients because they were unwilling to ask for help, because they were unwilling to, to let someone know that they didn't know something, you know, something that I didn't mention in the last episode 
but which is a big part of my story, is that when I was first asked to manage Taylor, uh, I said no. And I said no because I didn't feel that I was qualified. And one of the things that her father said to me was, he says, listen, he says, you're not afraid to ask questions. You're not afraid to get help. Uh, he said, that's a huge trait. A lot of people will look at not knowing as a weakness. Well, what the weakness is, is not knowing and not going and getting the right answers. You know, so when I started realizing that there was no one that was really out there teaching people these things, all of a sudden, every dad with a teenage daughter who had talent was showing up in Nashville in sundresses and cowboy boots, thinking that was the magic formula. At that time, the record company started downsizing. There was a lot of great people that were out of work, and all they knew was record an expensive record, shoot an expensive video, hire a promotion team and go to radio. That's what they knew. So that's what started happening. A lot of independent promotion companies started coming up, a lot of independent labels. I had a family that came to me. They had the most talented uh, daughter, was invited to move to Nashville, and they hired all the people that played on Taylor's record and hired the guy who shot the Carrie Underwood video and hired the promotion team that used to work at a major label. And $300,000 later, they were no farther along than when they first started. And that is very dangerous. And that started happening over and over and over and over and over again. And what I realized was that there was no chamber of commerce for the music business. There was no location that you could go and get your questions answered. And one of the things that was special when I first sat and met with Joe Galani is he was the first person that ever really asked me what my goals were. And what I told him is I said, Joe, I said, my goal is this, that if, if someone comes to Nashville and they say there's five people that you need to meet that will steer you right, I said, I just want to be one of those people. I said, there's a lot of nonsense going on right now and I want to be able to be a part of the solution. We all know what the problem is, but I want to be the solutions guy. I also felt that because of the success that I had with Taylor, that I was part of the problem too, is that I had created this false sense of just show up and everything will magically happen to you in Nashville. So I wanted to become a part of the solution. And that's when I, I realized that I could go out. I read a book called The Millionaire Messenger. And the concept of that book was make a difference and make a living sharing your knowledge and experience with others. And the author, Brendan Burchard, had some programs. I ended up investing with Brendan and learned how to take my 25 years of experience at the time and put it online. And I could start helping as many people around the world as I possibly could. You know, not everyone needed a, man a manager. What they needed was a coach. They needed advice. They needed guidance. I saw that they would pay for vocal lessons. I saw that, you know, you guys would pay for guitar lessons that you would pay to have meetings with attorneys. So why wouldn't you pay for my knowledge and my experience? Why wouldn't you pay to sit down and let me keep you from wasting time and energy and money? So I went and started putting all this stuff online. And that's when the music industry blueprint was created. Uh, ended up continuing to manage artists while building pro uh, programs. But what I didn't ever want to do again was I never wanted to put the responsibility of an artist that they were, that my family's, you know, okay and well-being was dependent upon somebody else's work. I always tell people, the only person that I'm going to invest in is me. That's the only one that I, I can control what it is that I do. I can't control what anyone else does. And it's the same for you. Uh, is that I, my sweat equity, I'm putting sweat equity in me. 
no one else. I'd done that before. I'd had artists signed to major labels and publishing deals who decided to quit and give up after I had invested years and, you know, tens of thousands of dollars into them for them to all of a sudden just decide that they wanted to quit. So it's super important that we understand that the only one that we can control is ourselves. So that's a little bit of my story. Uh, there's a whole bunch more that goes along with it, but I think that's just kind of will give you an understanding of why I am the way that I am today, why I like finding solutions, why I'm not afraid to share my story, uh, why I'm okay with you not necessarily always agreeing with me or understanding what it is that I do. I have a, a saying that if I can go to bed every night knowing that I don't owe anyone an apology, for trying to wrong them to better myself, it was a good day. Because in this business, we're not gonna make everyone happy every day. It's, it's just something that's unrealistic, it can't happen. But what I can control is one, the way that I treat people, one, the, my, my work ethic, you know, my morals, my values, those are all things that are in my control. And today, my goal is, like I said, to help as many people as possible because you have the ability with your music to change people's lives and I wanna be a part of that. I wanna help affect change. Without ever having to write a single song or play a single note, I can help change the world by helping you get your music in front of as many people as possible. So this is the first time you uh, have found me. Uh, I'm, I'm excited that you listened to this. You're probably confused as hell, so go back and listen to the previous episode. It'll help straighten that out. And uh, grab a copy of the book at the website. Take the assessment. Uh, if you're interested in finding out more about uh, me being involved in your career and being your coach, uh, after you take the assessment, you'll be given a training video. And at the end of that training video, you'll be given information on how we can work together. There are no links that you can just go to to try to hire me. Uh, and I do that for a reason. If you can't take 14 minutes to get trained by me, uh, then you definitely don't have what it takes to be coached by me. And you'll just be wasting your time and wasting your money. So take the few minutes, go check out what it is that I've got to offer. If it makes sense, fantastic. If it doesn't, I hope you take uh, whatever it is that, that you've learned from the book and the free resources that I have that are out there and go make a difference. All right. We'll talk to you guys on the next episode. Ciao. hope you enjoyed this episode of the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast. Be sure to subscribe and tell a friend. Remember, there is no one-size-fits-all model when it comes to the music industry. So check out my website, rickbarker.com, take the quiz, and I will send you information specific to you to help make sure that you are on the right track. You've been listening to the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast with Rick Barker. You can follow Rick on Twitter at Rick Barker Music. And remember, you don't drown by falling into the water, you drown by staying there.